You're listening to the Worship Hearts Podcast, presented by Louder Than Stones. Hello and welcome to the Worship Hearts Podcast, the collision of spiritual growth, effective leadership, and practical application for worship pastors and lay leaders. It's a conversation about the fun, the facts, and the fear of leading worship, where every week we dive into the practical and spiritual joys and struggles of leading worship in a world of worshipers. This isn't new to us, right? The podcasting, not so much, but, uh, but, or at least for me, the podcasting, not so new, but, um, for you and I to do this together, um, and, and who you and I is for our listeners who can't see our lovely faces, um, my name is Matt, and uh, my dad Rob is here with us. And uh, hello, we are kind of going to kind of give you a rundown of a little bit of who we are, a little synopsis, elevator pitch kind of thing, um, and and a bit of what this podcast we hope this podcast uh, to be for you, our listeners, and. Uh, I mean, ultimately, we really want it to be a resource, right? This is uh, yes. uh, an opportunity for discussion about worship, about worship ministry, about lay leadership, about uh, opportunities and struggles and uh, all the fun that goes into um, leading worship. Uh, yeah, in a place where, where uh, the regular guy or gal can rub elbows for the sake of honing each other absolutely to being better worshipers first of all absolutely uh, and then better leaders in the worship field yes yes so with that uh we let's just jump in um let's uh let's give our listeners a little taste of uh who we are and uh that if you want to kick us off kind of give us a like i said an elevator pitch of what got you into uh, a worship ministry, what got you into ministry, and kind of some of your background and, and uh, upbringing and all that good stuff. Well, it started quite a quite a few weeks ago, um, months, <laughs> perhaps even decades, yeah. if, if we want to call it that. Um, uh, and uh, somebody else asked me this the last, uh, within the last couple of weeks, when, when I got into uh, doing worship or involved in music in the church, especially. And uh, I said, well, the first time I remember uh, singing in church was in my grandmother's church in uh, Laurel, Iowa. Uh, there's not going to be very many people out there that know where that's at. <laughs> uh, Central Iowa um, in a little evangelical church. And I sang with my older brother, um, an old, old Chris Christopherson song, Why Me, Lord. I think I was eight <laughs> or nine years old. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I'm much older than that now. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I have grandchildren that are one over eight and a couple others that are creeping up on it. But um, so that was the first recollection for me of uh, being involved in music ministry as it were singing in church 
uh, was then. And then as I was became a teenager and grew into that, um, it just was a, a natural element of my extension of class clown kind <laughs> of a, a idea through growing up um, and uh, played several roles in teenage musicals um, in church and then again in college. Uh, my first go round in college in the early to mid eighties. Um, so yeah, uh, and that would be the 1980s. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, I got started in doing that and, uh, as it really developed, uh, I guess over the years and, and, uh, again, went to college, uh, in Oklahoma city where we now live at, uh, what is now known as Southern Nazarene university. Um, in 1983, uh, went back home to Houston and, uh, started working with the teenagers and bought my first guitar at age 19, uh, and started playing with a couple of guys, uh, just a couple of regular sinners that came to church to play music and sing for the Lord. Um, what sinners in church? I know it's it's uh, it's unheard of. You just can't imagine that happening. Yeah, um, these guys were were very patient with me in teaching me how to play guitar. Just you know the the uh, general G chord and E minor and C and D and to get me started. And uh, I don't think I've graduated much farther than that. I use a capo now, so. Um, <laughs> So I can play all kinds of keys now, but uh, still right. the same chords. Anything's possible but, with a capo. Absolutely, absolutely. That should uh, be our, our first T-shirt for uh, for worship <laughs> parts. Anything's possible with a capo. You can play anything with a capo. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so got started with that and uh, did that uh, for about nine years. Volunteer uh, in the church that I was helping helping build um, under the direction of Dr. Terry Curtis there in Houston. And uh, eventually God saw fit to call us elsewhere uh, after I say us. I got married in, along there and Rhonda and myself uh, started family and, and ended up moving to uh, western Arkansas, central western Arkansas where we did youth and music, uh, still. And, um, it just kind of kept progressing from there. I was, um, you know, like I said, did that for about nine years in Houston as a, a part-timer in the involved with another group. And then as I got into, um, as we moved into other ministries on full-time basis, then that just kind of started to, I guess, develop and blossom and uh, get deeper in its processes. And, and, uh, I learned more on the guitar. Uh, so, uh, eventually, uh, m some of my early childhood and teenage years of piano practice and, and learning that helped as well. So started playing around with some keyboard stuff and uh, eventually started writing some songs and, and worship songs, um, and the churches that I was involved in. So, um, 
thankful for the church uh, denomination that I've been involved in over these last 50 years and uh, am grateful for a place to serve in that regard. So yeah, been having a great time doing it and uh, God has uh, blessed it as far as, uh, as far as I can see, he's, he's blessed it and we are praying and trusting that he's going to continue to bless it even through this, uh, in this new endeavor as well. Yeah. And, uh, that kind of brings us back to what the podcast is about. And, uh, again, really the, the ultimate intent is for this to be a discussion, um, an opportunity for anybody to jump in and say, Hey, I need help with this or, Hey, I'm, I'm wrestling with this or I need direction with, and, uh, and, and for us to be a resource, but also for us to be kind of a connecting piece between worship pastors as we, as we grow this and, and, and even lay leaders as well, um, to, to be that, that resource for, uh, for anybody. Um, we see a lot of, uh, K churches and mega churches and uh, multi-site churches these days that uh, that have seemingly <laughs> unending resources and sure. multiple people on staff just for their social media presences and um, it, it's incredibly intimidating when you hear and see the full productions that go on with people like Elevation Church or Life Church or um, Bethel. And, and you hear the incredible worship music that comes out of those places. Um, right. And then to go into your church of 25 on a Sunday morning and try and duplicate some form or fashion of that, it's, right. it becomes incredibly intimidating. And um, I know for me to kind of offer up some of my, my story at this point, of course, um, being birthed into a ministry family um, with you and mom, uh, ministry's always been a part of my growing up and my day to day, and uh, right. So it, it it seemed natural um, to just be involved. I started playing drums. I was trying to remember this the other day. About ten years old, thereabouts. Um, I don't remember for sure. Um, uh, quite when that happened, we were in Texarkana at the time. So right. 10, 12, something like that. Um, started taking a few lessons and learning how to play the drums. Um, and the drums were my first love. That's kind of where I cut my teeth on music in general and, uh, have, have grown that passion over the years for sure. Um, and then learned from uh, a lot from you with the guitar and the bass guitar, especially um, just figuring things out as I went um, and and learning as I went uh, type of a thing. And that led to uh, the opportunity at really always being involved in church um, however I could, playing drums. Um, uh, I wasn't big on singing. <laughs> Uh, when I was growing up, I uh, just didn't care for the uh, upfront, in-your-face kind of attention. Um, but the older I got, uh, the maybe a little more mature that I got, uh, and, and some of the more opportunities that I had to to grow and stretch that, I 
um, I did. And ultimately that led me to um, playing at the church that we attend right now um, and started out playing drums and then the opportunity for moving into uh, being the worship pastor there. Um, was a worship pastor there for about five years. Um, played drums, played guitar, sang. Um, and of course I would put the worship sets together and, um, you know, it was, it was, I knew, I knew enough about ministry to know kind of the general idea of what to do, but I'd say probably 75 to 85% of it was trial by fire. <laughs> it was jumping in with both feet and making something happen. Right. Cause right. it's always Sunday. So, um, yeah, yeah. So keeps coming around, doesn't it? Right. Putting the set lists together and making sure everybody's got the right music they need. And um, thankfully and graciously, uh, God surrounded me with an incredible team there. Um, that at one point I had uh, something like 25 people on the platform uh, uh, in a church of only about 160, 180 people. Um, right. And yeah. that was, it was a lot of fun and, incredible opportunity there uh it, it was much bigger than i ever considered leading and it, it just kind yeah. of happened um but it uh it also showed me a lot of things uh a lot of areas where i knew i needed to grow um leadership uh, I've, I've got a degree in organizational leadership um and probably one of the biggest things that I've had to do is deal with conflict in these right. situations and scenarios. And, um, being a business degree, it's a little more cut and dry. You know, you can, when you're paying somebody, you can expect a little more out of them, but when it comes to volunteers and, and the people that you have involved, uh, on a Sunday morning, typically, uh, especially with smaller churches, the, it's a little more difficult to guide and direct someone who, is there on their time and on their dime. Right. And, uh, right. and I certainly don't have it all figured out, but, um, I'm making the most of trying to, uh, take advantage of that. And, and again, that's why, um, that's a, a big part of the reason why this podcast exists. And it's a big part of the reason why ultimately, um, worship hearts exists, uh, which we haven't really talked any about. If you want to, jump in there dad and kind of give a, a short synopsis of what what we hope it to be and and uh, eventually what it will become right well the worshiphearts.org uh is a website that will uh is is currently under construction uh we do have a few things that are there as we're developing the depth of the of the website itself um but it will be um, its goal, its end goal is to be a connective resource for worship leaders, uh, lay and uh, vocational, um, to uh, have an opportunity to share from their hearts, um, possibly struggles that they're going through or some victories that they're having. Yeah. Uh, also, um, uh, instruments, um, and, um, uh, equipment, um, that would be, uh, best used 
in uh, whatever scenario or best utilized in their scenarios to give suggestions and ideas on on how a church of, of 50 uh, would um, be able to accommodate um, their equipment. Uh, they're working with an analog board, um, soundboard, and they've got a, a wet stage and they're trying to figure out a better way to balance the piano and the keys and the drums. You know, uh, you got people that are volunteering to do these things and be a part of this worship. And so uh, in the process, uh, it's all about balance and it's all about being able to uh, balance the sounds and balance the opportunities of, of working, not just the equipment, but also the people Yeah, uh, to balance them and then balancing the vocals. Uh, so having the right kind of microphones, uh, having the right kind of monitors, having the right kind of house speakers, all that type of stuff. So this, uh, the, the website is there, um, and is being developed, um, to be a resource, to be a link, uh, between, uh, A, B, C, all the way through Z on any opportunities and anything that would be connected with the worship ministries. So um, eventually it will also uh, be a part of an opportunity for, for us uh, to be able to uh, consult and coach people who are uh, working through some of those uh, details on how do you deal with uh, a volunteer who's always late uh, to practice? How do you deal with uh, figuring out exactly what the pastor's idea is for a sermon series? Mm. Um, if you want to talk about uh, the building blocks or the cornerstone, you know, how do you, how do you develop a way of being able to design the platform or a set design behind you for uh, visual aids um, how do you do that inexpensively? Yeah. Uh, as you, you had said earlier that the intimidation of these big groups, these mega churches, this machine as it was, um, of worship, um, with the resources that are beyond the average church, um, and the average opportunities. So how do you, how do you do those things? So that's what this, um, website is. Uh, designed for uh, is to be able to share those ideas uh, without having to worry about um, getting mixed up in any kind of legal uh, issues, copyright issues. And we all know how vague those are. Oh yeah. Um, you know, you can buy a piece of sheet music, but you can only make five copies, you know? So it, those types of things. So um, how do we, how do we share good information that's ethical in sharing yeah. uh, and also uh, it, it fitting what your church, what your congregation, uh, what your people uh, are needing? And, and then how do you build your worship ministries around that? And so we would love to be a part of helping you out. And so that's what the website is for. Uh, is to help develop those relationships amongst amongst us all. So, 
We're yeah. excited about it and excited about the opportunities and the possibilities that, that God is putting together. And it's growing as as we discuss. I'm I'm in the midst of taking notes because I thought of an idea that would make a, a great podcast episode moving forward. And, um, you know, that's the how do you how do you handle how do you uh, deal with the copyright issues, both from the live performance elements, the music itself, the uh, if, if you're doing um, any kind of words on screens or slides or anything like that. And and even to the point of, you know, we're a 21st century um, society, Western society. So we have live streams and, um, right. you know, recorded services and all these things. How do you how do you handle how do you deal with? Um, the copyright music itself. And I know this is um, something that you've been especially uh, particular about being a songwriter yourself and yes. in paying attention to and making sure that credit is is dealt with appropriately, um, for, yes. for lack of a better term. Because, I mean, people, people this is their livelihood at times, this, this right. um, music industry... Uh, it, it, it can have a tendency to get out of hand at times with how large and, and massive it becomes. But people write music for a living. And so we certainly don't want to take from, uh, from them in the process. And we want to we make sure that credit is given where it's due. So Right. And, and p- other people write, and I don't want to say not that they can't get paid, but a lot of people write music to be a blessing. No, oh, yeah. So it's it's not just a matter of writing a song so that you can be heard or that you can get your name there uh, or that you can um, have it published and so on and so forth. Uh, there's there's a lot of songwriters out there and there's a lot of websites that have a lot of great opportunities to share. And there's a lot of artists that share their music for free because they want to be a blessing to yeah. the to the church at large, to the family of God and, the, and believers, um, and so there's there's a lot of great opportunities even in that in in trying to uh, get that that information out accurately and effectively as well. Well, and and songwriting is one of those things that I know you're passionate about specifically, and it's one of those things that I'm seeing a movement in the church of uh, of this song for the church or the song that, that builds out of a church, uh, a song that is specific to a particular congregation. Um, this, this movement towards writing from the heart of a congregation. And that that's also one of those things that we plan to add to the repertoire of uh, the worship hearts, um, offerings essentially um, the yes. the some of the tools and uh, best practices types of things to be able to write a song for your church uh, if that's something that is uh, on your heart something that's been weighing on you something that that you've maybe tried and struggle with or um, just need some some direction and kind of uh, a kick in the pants kind of a thing. Uh, this, is, yeah. this is certainly uh, encouragement. Encouragement, yes, absolutely. Um, 
a holy kick in the pants. Is that, is that better? <laughs> <You> uh, <laughs> righteous. <laughs> right. Yeah. Righteous, righteous, uh, swift kick. No, um, it, it, but really we, we want to be that resource. We want to be, um, that, that go to for, um, worship arts for worship ministry. And, um, as you mentioned earlier from the full-time paid, uh, worship pastor to the, uh, the, the volunteer that comes in on a Sunday morning and picks out two or three songs and, and plays, um, you know, whether playing the piano or, or playing a guitar kind of a thing. Um, yeah, and it, it is, it is a passion of, uh, of mine. It has become over the last few years, uh, probably the last 10 or 15 years, um, maybe even a little longer than that in that writing, uh, for the church, for your church, for the life of your church. Um, and I'm reminded in Colossians three sixteen, it, it, this is, this is where, um, as a worship pastor, I get I get asked often. I'm an I'm an elder, ordained elder in the Church of the Nazarene, and I get asked often. Do you feel the call to preach? Hmm. And I I I really 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 struggle with not just reaching up and shaking them. <laughs> Um, and you may have to edit that part out of the podcast, but, um, but my response generally is, yes, I just happen to use music when I do it. Absolutely. And, uh, Colossians three sixteen, uh, if we can admo- be admonished by the word of God, uh, says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Now, somewhere, not really, uh, not taking anything away from the scripture, not taking anything away from breaking bread and breaking open the the word, Um because it is important for us to learn from that. Yeah. It's just as important for us to allow the creativity that God has placed in each of us, the availability to share the word of God hmm. in a, a, a genre, in a different method. Um, there are uh, dramatizations that take place. There are, I'm going to try to say this word, recitatives, uh, which is, you know, reciting of, simply reciting of the Word of God. Yeah. Um, there are opportunities to share um, the greatness and the power of the Word of God because the Scripture does say it will not return void. So keep sending it out there in whatever means that you have been um called to share it with and i just happen to be one of those that uses uh, a lot of instrumentation and music in the in a melodic line and meter uh to be able to share the psalms um there's some great great folks out there right now that are putting out some psalms uh albums of psalms and i and i i I love, love, love hearing what Shane and Shane 
mm. uh, share uh, every time I see a new one and hear a new one. It's it, again, just it helps for the scripture to come alive in a different way. Uh, and so I love being able to do that. Uh, so if we're to share those Psalms and hymns, which are uh, melodic and metrical uh, poetry, yeah. if I can say it that way, it really is poetry. Um, it just happens to have a little more structure than what a what is then content, considered a spiritual song um, that has a little more freedom in it. Um, uh, man, what, why not do it? Why not share it? Why not be, uh, share the, what's from your heart? Uh, and again, that's exactly what this webpage is about. Uh, the website is about, it's exactly what this podcast is going to be about. As we move forward, we want to be able to share with each other for the sake of building the kingdom of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a handful of little rabbit trails that I'd love to jump in with right there. Two or three things that oh. I want to I want to get off in the middle of. But <laughs> absolutely, we'll, we'll I'll be taking notes too. I just this this is my my notes. I'm not doing it on the computer yeah. here. So, <laughs> uh, but before we uh, stretch this out too much longer, um, yeah, we'll 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 save some hymns and spiritual songs debates for a, a future podcast for sure. Um, Absolutely. And, and maybe in the next one, uh, we can, we can jump in on that for sure, because I'm sure both of us have plenty to say, uh, in, in regards to that, but, um, yes. So worshiphearts.org is where you can find us. Um, this podcast will be linked there. Uh, and you can also find us on uh, Facebook and YouTube right now. We're working on a few other um, areas where you can find us, but um, Facebook will have a lot of our content, uh, a lot of uh, daily and weekly updates and things like that. Uh, and then YouTube, um, eventually we will be live streaming this podcast. So we'll have uh, some opportunities on occasion where we can um, answer some of those questions uh, right as they're being asked, uh, you guys can can chime in and say, "Hey, yeah, you said hymns. Here we go." You know, you, you jump in with with both feet on uh, right. on what a, a hymn means to you, and and maybe some struggles that you've had around hymns or something like that. But um, at least at least to begin with, this is where you'll find us, um, the Worship Hearts Podcast, um, and hoping to uh, have it on multiple um, uh, platforms for your listening pleasure and and again ultimately for your viewing pleasure um, I'm sure you've noticed over the past few minutes that um, my father and I sound very much alike and I apologize in advance for the future podcasts where you can't tell the difference between us um, there's there's many fun, hilarious antics that my father and I have played with and and played on um, over the years uh, that that we've we've taken advantage of the fact that we sound very much alike. Uh, I've got a little head cold at the moment, so I'm a little nasally, but 
you'll you, you'll get to experience that as we move forward. But uh, yeah, looking forward to many many episodes. Looking forward to many many opportunities to um, to be that resource, to be that go to for your uh, worship wants and needs and passions and uh, opportunities. Anything else yes. you want to say to wrap it up, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's uh, that's pretty much. There it is, uh, uh, and even even in this one, um, uh, yeah, taking a lot of notes already. Even getting through this one too, but uh, yeah, again, welcome to the Worship Hearts podcast with Matt and Rob, and. Uh, we are thrilled for this opportunity, uh, and we're excited about what God has in store to develop this opportunity. Um, we may not be the only ones out there doing something like this, but uh, we want to either join in or join with or... <laughs> We're, we're going to uh, do it better. Whoever else is doing it, we're going to do it better. So. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to do it because that's what God <laughs> is saying to do. So that's right. Uh, and so uh, there's too many too many things that we have seen uh, the hand of God in over the last few years, and especially over the last few months, that have uh, been affirmation and confirmation that moving forward with this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. So. Yeah. We're going to do it, and uh, we, we'd we love for you to join us. And just like any lead worshiper, we want to invite you to join with us as we seek and as we enter the throne room of God. Clothe yourselves with the love of Christ. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Be grateful as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs filled with the message of Christ. And whatever you do or say, be a representative of Christ. God loves you. We'll see you next week.